Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Swordson, early break, full show headlots to get to. We have Mike Schaefer for the entire 7 o'clock hour, as always, for recruiting questions and more. Rick Heyman's song of the day at 645. How are you today? Uh, fine, and you? I'm great. Great. Yeah, you've got your polo on. And I have a polo on 99.5% of the time. You walked in today and said, wow, you're wearing a polo. I said... I mean, I guess I wore a sweatshirt for one show last week, yeah. but otherwise, yeah, you're right. If you watch the you know the replay of our video on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter, you'll see yeah. I have a polo on. Yeah, maybe it's because you had it under your pullover. Yes, it, it was a, it was a different pullover. You'd not seen that before. I, I've never worn that one to work, so that's probably why. That's probably it. And also, it's that time of year where it seems like it's pretty casual out there. This, I th- yeah. Don't I, you think? I think you're thrown off because I'm thinking about this. It, it's it's cold outside. I typically am wearing a jacket, and you could see my polo below that, right? Which you usually can't right. see, right? So I'm, that's why I'm thinking you're off this morning. Yeah. Regarding that, oh, I'm a little off. I'm a little off anyway. This time of year is a little odd. Well, let's get you on then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> let's get you back in. You can always call or text the show, 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Do you have any idle chit-chat this morning? More, yeah, I do. I got the hogs going. Yeah. You were, oh, that's annoying. Here, Ooh, that's annoying. Here's what you did before the show. You said, oh, God, these are awful. I said, what's wrong? You said, look, it, there's two different types of cough drops here. Here's one... It's regular and one that's severe, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, the severe ones are bad? Oh, man. They're, they taste the, bad? The, the good news for you is all I have left is severe ones after this one. That's in so that mouth. means you won't chomp them like candy then? Uh-uh. I won't even put them in my mouth. Because as you have, you and I have discussed, and you know, I'm guilty of this too, if I have a cough, I over, I, I abuse the cough drops and use them as candy. I, I, don't, I don't suck. I chomp on them. Mm-hmm. You're nervous. It's not nervous. Uh, that's nervous energy. Well, I chomp all my candy. That's nervous energy. You're nervous. I don't have the patience to just suck on a candy. Yeah, it's patience. It's lack of patience, and you're nervous. I don't know about nervous to eat cough drops. Latent nerves. I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. No, I just don't want to. You know, it's it's a long time to commit to the cough drop or the spree or whatever it is. You know. Okay. Or a sucker. Full disclosure. Yes. One thing I've done and i do it when i have a cough when i go to bed i'll put in a cough drop and, and not do anything with it and it, it can be there for five hours you can have yeah, that's it in your a mouth. choky hazard there possibly no i don't think so yeah if you go to sleep with a cough drop in your mouth it's not big enough to probably to choke on it uh-uh. but it can cause they, some problems they melt 
They melt. You, you're going to tell me you've had a cough drop while you slept for five hours I'd in your mouth? Yeah. I, I'm going to call BS in Nope. That. You can't call BS because it's probably happened five or six times. Five hours? Yeah, you can lodge it. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because, I mean, it... it is, is is this intentional? To, yes, to keep you from coughing. <laughs> it's called, like, NyQuil or Mucinex. You <laughs> or can take lodging. A, no, a, don't a, lodge a cough drop yeah. in, your, in your throat or your side of your mouth. It works. To try to not cough at nighttime. Yeah. I can only imagine what Trixie would say if she yeah. heard this. But or anybody in the I, world that's listening to this right now. <laughs> I'll bet that you will find on the text line somebody who's done the same thing. Because I often do things where I think, oh, this is kind of weird. But then I find out other people do it, too. I don't think it's as weird as you portray it. Matt says, Sip better not be using cough drops this morning. Well, you've already said that you're going to. I have one lodged. You have <laughs> lodged in there. <laughs> I have one lodged in at the top of my, my, what what do you call this? What? Your the mouth? Top of your mouth. The yeah. roof of your yeah, mouth. Yeah, the roof of my mouth. <laughs> I have one lodged right now. Uh, Jordan says, Sip also leaves bacon cookie on the stove as he drifts off to sleep, so it's hot and crispy in the morning. <laughs> no, I don't. If the house hasn't burned down yet, no, yeah. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't think you can choke on Okay, that. someone is on your side. Someone says, Jake, you child. Cough drops at night is an old man trick that works. There you this go. This is news to me. Listen, I've there never heard go. I've never heard there somebody go. going to sleep with a cough drop uh-huh. knowingly in their mouth. Uh-huh. Soothing. Soothing. It's it's soothing. Knowing that you could swallow that thing wrong and, and have some You're problems. Not and wake do up that. coughing and cause more problem more coughing. No, it's because lodged you, and it's in it and it shrinks it diminishes as cough drops do okay i gotta read some of this because i was not expecting this 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 is surprise i'm I'm, this is in your favor i'm I'm reading these texts you think sometimes i hide the text line from you from the good i know you do (laughs) i I have a lot of i have a lot of text coming in let's get to this okay and then we'll move on from idle idle chit chat it is sponsored by newton's lawn care Dustin in Florida says this. Uh, good morning, fellas. My wife sleeps with cough drops every single night. There you go. I'm not done yet. This is in your favor. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm helping you this out. This is in your face. <laughs> <laughs> T and Davey. Lodging cough drops. Done it. Bam. Thank Joe, you. Joe and Boulder. Our Joe. I do the same, Jake. It works so I don't cough all night. Right. How, how have I never heard of this before? I've never heard of this as a as you're, a thing. You're relatively close minded about some things. Oh, sorry, that was Tony Baloney, but Joe and Boulder does say I do the same. So, okay. Yeah. So that was Tony, Thank you, Tony says Baloney. That. But Joe and Boulder always also does the same. Uh that one guy says, I stick Kleenex in my nose at night when it's running. <laughs> the things humans do. <laughs> yeah. Will the Thrill says I did the I did the same thing last night. I had a cough drop last night in my mouth. And it can stand there for I mean, over, you know, over a period of hours, over a period of hours. I know that I've, I've awakened and thought, oh, God, that cough drop was in all night. <laughs> uh- <laughs> it's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Texture says, I've done it before, but also with Tums. Okay. Oh, no, Tums are not meant not- to be just left in your mouth. No, I've never done that. You're supposed to chew those. Yeah. Just go down in your stomach. Yeah, I've never done that. I don't get the that. Tums one. No, I <laughs> I don't get the Tums one. Like cough drops, you're supposed to suck because it's supposed to help your cough. A Tums is supposed to go down into your stomach. One thing I've to learned, ease the pain. One thing I've learned about Tums, as, as this is an age thing. Okay. There's there's age things. 
Tums now are just part of my life. I mean, I just have a Tums. I wake up and have a Tums. I have one in the daytime. <laughs> I don't think that's good. <laughs> Why? You're I, addicted to Tums. I'm not addicted. It's not an addiction. It's just a... You shouldn't have to operate with Tums just, to make your life work. You know, that's a problem. You should probably get that checked out. <laughs> Anyone who's like, like, here's the deal. Why do I need to get that checked Tums out? Tums are not vitamins. They're it's not vitamins. <laughs> it's it's a form of medicine. I know it is. But if you just have a cough drop, is kind of a form of medicine. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're not supposed to be daily vices, like you know, vitamin C it's, pills. It's not a vice. Are, are it's not smoking. It's a Tums. A vitamin C. It's not C gambling. Pill. It's a Tums. A calcium pill. Like that's vitamins here. No. Cough drops, not vitamin. Medicine. Text line will support me again. Tums, <laughs> not a vitamin. It's a medicine. I'm not. You're going to be 0 for 3 no, on reading glasses, <laughs> reading glasses, cough drop lodged in your mouth at night, and Tums as a regular thing in your diet. But whoever says that's normal, I, I, I'm concerned for them. You can no, say no. it's normal and say, I think you got... Something get, get, You're get 31, I'm 56. I hope I never have to eat Tums every day or t- a couple times a day. That's a sign of bigger problems. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's like you're putting We're off a problem that. and you're adding more to it. Oh. <laughs> okay, more text here before we move on. All right. Uh, this is back to cough drops. This is really good idle chit. It is great. It's a long one. Yeah, we're getting Newton's lawn care to take cover today. Uh, someone says, I actually sleep with them all the time. The worst part of a cough is trying to fall asleep. Yeah. Thank you. Colt says I'm, la- I'm laughing. Colt says I'm laughing so much right now because I have been t- doing that the last three nights. I've been coughing all night the last three nights, and I go to bed with Ricola's. There you go, in- lodged, lodged, lodge them because some of it's I think mental. I think you just think, okay, I got a cough drop in there, um, and it be- it becomes almost a mental thing. But I do think it works. I did not expect you to be. This much supported on this topic. I know you didn't. Thought this would be another weird thing you you're doing. You are somewhat close-minded about a things. little bit. Yeah, but this one still is weird to me. I'm not gonna. I will not participate in this myself. <laughs> not yet. Jeremiah says I've I've totally slept with the cough drop. I'm worried about choking though. See, that's my concern. Uh, uh-uh. Okay, John in Des Moines chimes in. John, very says, reasonable person. Okay, well, here's his stance on it. Thank you, Mr. Reasonable. He says, I've never heard of anyone going to sleep with a cough drop. Why would you just take one 30 minutes before you go to sleep so it's gone? Uh, again, um, I don't. I mean, I don't know how to answer that except for I think some of it's mental and some of it's very, it's, it's working as you're lying there. It's That's doing, your response it's right It's doing its thing <laughs> right? as you are drifting into La La Land. I just don't think it's probably the wisest choice. You're not going to choke. I you, couldn't choke oh, on you this. Can't, you can't tell me that. Well, I have a cough drop in my mouth right now, and I couldn't choke on it if I wanted to. Well, guess what? It's not a block of ice. It just melts if you put water on your mouth. It, it's not. It's a solid thing that will... Small. Big it's enough small. to cause a problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Why don't, you, why don't you open them right now and just swallow it and see how that goes for you? I could do that. You want me maybe, to do maybe that? go. No, I don't want you to, but hypothetically, that's an ask for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can lodge it. Colt says I'm losing, Jake. I'm not losing. I still, I still yeah, not. I am still not going to you, do this actively ever. Jake, Jake, Jake. You've taken two big L's. What was the other one? This and the reading glasses. 
That was a bad one. <laughs> I'm not taking an L on this Thomas thing, though. No way. Don't sleep. What's the point of sleeping with Thomas? For our new listeners, yeah. Jake maintained a few weeks ago that re- <laughs> that there are no need. There's no need for reading glasses. Re- I can't even say it. There's no need for reading glasses. That they're just <laughs> useless. <laughs> I've learned that that was a stupid take. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Well, the fact that you could buy it for two dollars is is what, why you need this. Then you know, you can't. So, have you been to Super Saver yet? Someone said you could buy it for three bucks at Super Saver. That's three fifty, not $2. okay. Three dollars and fifty okay. cents. Well, what a big expense that is. Well, pecan get, pie. I'm on your side, Jake. Oh, really? Pecan pie? I'm not alone here. Well, there's got to be people that don't. Understand. Oh, John and Fremont. I'm sixty years old. I'm with Jake. I Googled it quickly, and it is a choking hazard. Of course it's a... No, you don't need to Google. Of course it's a choking hazard. That's why I was so shocked by this conversation. Here I sit. Here I sit. David says this is not a loss for Jake. Thank you. It's now, a- now we're starting to get people on my side. You got your, your hey, first like, ones. You're like Andy Gibb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, this has been this has been Idle Chit Chat, sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. If you want to get ahead for your 2023 fertilizer program, call Andrew and his team at 402-440-6297. Taking another loss. 615, 614 on January 5th. Uh, we join you from Central Lincoln. And we're gonna now talk about football. Yes, we are. <laughs> call or text as always. So we mentioned yesterday on the show that it feels like Penn State season just kind of happened and nobody cared, and they're going to end up being a top-10 football team. They beat Utah by 14 in the Rose Bowl, 35-21. They went Mm 11-2. Their two losses were to Michigan by 24 points and Ohio State by 13 points. Both those games were very tight at halftime. I recall they were both tight. Michigan pulled away in the second half. Ohio State pulled away in the fourth quarter against Penn State. However, Sip, Penn State won 10 of their 11 games by double digits. The one game they won that wasn't by double digits was that first game against Purdue on opening weekend. Oh, wow, yeah. Every other win mm-hmm. was by 10 points or more. They had a phenomenal season yeah. that didn't land them in the top 10 when all is said and done, but nobody talked about them. So the concern I have is this. The question is, what did Penn State's quietly great season tell us about teams that don't make the playoffs? Well, I, it, t- it tells me a couple things. That if this is to happen to your school where you're, you're like Penn State, you win 11 games and the 11th game is in the Rose Bowl. The granddaddy <laughs> yeah, the of the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl in front of a – I mean, I was reading a New York Times article. It said it was sold out. Now there's 94,000 people there. So it was a big – it was big. The people went to it. It was a – it was it looked a, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Look, if the, on TV it looked pretty full. It, what it tells me is this: is in this era of this is my take on it. In this era of college football, that win you will celebrate that win within your fan base, and it'll be a joyous celebration, and you you will feel good about it. But don't expect the rest of the country to to fawn praise on you because this is a this is the playoff world now. If you are not in the playoff, you are not you are not all that relevant. This is bad news for Nebraska. Because I, I agree. Because I mean it could be construed as bad news for Nebraska because I think that Nebraska fans 
we are a flyover state and we want all this attention from from America, from the college football world. We're not going to get it. It's not going to be like it used to be. Even if Nebraska were – if you traded places this year with Penn State and went 11-2 and won the Rose Bowl, you're not going to get a lot of attention. Some people – and I know what you're going to say. Everybody's going to say it. Oh, come on, Sip. It'd be a great story. Nebraska's back. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that – we sound sort of self-important when we do that. Like, oh, everybody's paying attention. Ah, uh, are you, were you paying attention to Penn State season? No, it wasn't. Not at all. No, it wasn't. Not, not at all. Enjoy it in your within your realm. Don't expect others to join in too much. That's what I'd say about it. I don't think Nebraska would be lavished with national praise in this current college football world if they went to the Rose Bowl and beat Utah. I don't. I'm, I'm with you. I don't. That's it's, it's a telling story right now, right? Isn't it's, it? Because because you're not in the playoff. The playoff is the thing. When Alabama beat Kansas State, nobody's – that didn't dominate any discussion whatsoever and that it's day. not going to. No. It's, it's done. It's passed. That was the Sugar Bowl. I mean – Big bowl. Yeah. Only a huge bowl. It still is a big bowl, right. but not the same. So, no. So, what – the trick now – and it's not the trick, but enjoy it in your realm, in your fan base. Enjoy it and celebrate it. But don't expect a bunch of – and that's hard for Nebraska fans to hear this because that's what we love. We we're a we're a we're a, in the you know we're a flyover state. Yep, sparsely populated. We don't get much attention. This would be our attention. Well, I'm I'm here to tell you it's diminished now in this world. It's diminished. Well, and and I in this college football, the way college football is now, the current apparatus, the you you go win a bowl game and you, I mean even the Rose Bowl, it's sort of forgotten. Let alone. Going to the Citrus Bowl or, uh, I mean, the Reliant Quest Bowl or whatever these things is, are. Is this, I mean, you yeah. see what I'm saying? You see what I'm right. saying? Is this why, though, you hear more fans say they want they want a 12-team playoff? So you don't have as many teams that just get lost in the shuffle because it's only about four yeah. right now. No, yeah, I think that does. I think the 12-team, yeah, I do think the 12-team playoff will help. And I think if you're in it. And for somebody. you're in it, but if you're not in it. It's even more exacerbated. Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you're just forgotten. They expanded. You still didn't make it. Why do I care about you? Why? 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 Do I ten, care about? ten and three, Nebraska. Exactly. Which we celebrate. Ten and three, great. But will we? Will we celebrate it as much, knowing the rest of the nation could care less? This is a good, a good text. Um, couldn't care less. Is it could care less or couldn't care? Couldn't care. Less. Couldn't care. Less. Couldn't care less. less. Yeah. So. Someone brings up Tennessee and their attention. I, and I think the difference between Tennessee and Penn State was this. Tennessee had the massive win. Tennessee beat Alabama when they were undefeated. Both teams were unbeaten. Middle of the season. And so they got a lot of attention going forward beyond that. Okay. Now, Hendon Hooker gets hurt, so their season. They still win the, their or, the Orange Bowl against Clemson. Nice win for Tennessee to end what was a great year. But would the attention have been so high on Tennessee without that epic win midseason against Alabama? Because Penn State, again, wins 10 of their 11 games by double digits. But their marquee games, they lose to Michigan and Ohio State, and so they didn't have that midseason they, buzz. They were out of the college football playoff race by Halloween. Right, and they still had a phenomenal season. Phenomenal. Phenomenal, 11-2. Mm -hmm. That's after going 4-5 and five in 2020. And seven and six in twenty twenty. Right, think about that. They were seven and six last year. And don't and we don't, mocked? Don't we mocked Sean Clifford last season. He comes back with a great season this year. I don't like the Tennessee 
example, I don't think Tennessee created national buzz. They of did. Any, no. They did. No. Yes, they did. Not with that win against Clemson. No, against Alabama. Yes. But not with the bowl. No, not the bowl. No, not the bowl game. The bowl games are forgotten. Let's face it. The Alabama. I'm saying that in, during the season, they, they had the same record. They both threw 11 and two. Tennessee right. and Penn State. But Tennessee had more buzz because of that win during the season against Alabama. I Penn State that. never had the buzz, and they had a great year. I agree. Now, on the bright side, the Rose Bowl again was the the Rose Bowl was it had ninety four thousand people at it. It was. The Penn State players were euphoric. The Penn State fan base was euphoric. Again, I think that I'll repeat it, and then we'll get to our callers. Yes, enjoy it in your fan base, in in your world. But the rest of the world doesn't care. Not even about the Rose Bowl. You know bro. what was crazy about that game? Good, good, good reminder. I mean, the story of the Rose Bowl was, oh my God, this is bleeding into Monday Night Football. Yeah. On ESPN. Yeah. It's like, get this game over with. Yeah. We got to watch Bill's Bengals. Right. That was the conversation. Uh-huh. Even what Herbshie was saying on the this airwaves. Is what, this is what we wanted, and this is what we get. The, I mean, a lot of people are fine with it, and that's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm sort of lukewarm. I was a bowl. I am. I'm not going to say was. I am a bowl person. I love the bowl season, but diminished. To, to say, come on, to say any other to, to size it up in any other way would be disingenuous. The bowl, the bowl experience, the bowl season, the bowl phenomenon has been greatly diminished. It has. And Penn State goes 11-2, and, and we just don't talk about it. Not it's like, many it's the people. the first time we're bringing it up right now. They, they will talk about it in that world, in, in Pennsylvania, and, and in right. the Penn State family. But they want the national attention. Right. And they're just under the radar as a top-10 team. By the way, are we sure James Franklin isn't isn't somebody that Michigan might look at? Well, they might look at him. Is he looking at Michigan? Though? Well, he's top. He might have topped out at Penn State. He might need a new challenge. Maybe. Lines. Let's get a, let's get some calls at four zero two four six four five six eight five. You can hear me. You're up on early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Hey there. This is Chris. Hey Chris. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Well, great. <clears throat> Good show, guys. Great show. Well, just consider this. Okay. If uh, if Matt Rule's been here three years, uh-huh. and he hasn't made it, and the college football playoff starts in two, right? The twelve team, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty five. Okay, well he gets one more year. If he hasn't made a, well maybe only gets one. I don't. Know. But uh, you know, if you, if you don't make the college football playoff, you're going to be on the hot seat if you're in a blue blood. You know, I think uh, uh, if you've been someplace three or four years and you don't make a college football playoff uh, <clears throat> every couple of seasons. You know, you've got to be looked at closely because the bowl games, like you said, I mean they're they're stupid. I mean <laughs> they're just there's yeah. not going to even be a decent bowl game with the top twelve teams. I know in the playoff. You know, so the bowl games are just going to they're going to dwindle and die. They're just it seems absolutely like it. irrelevant and stupid. And he has made some of the goofiest hires I've ever seen in my life. Hello. So you know, um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, and I, I'm I'm very hopeful that uh, his Big 12 defense is going to you know work in the Big Ten. We've seen so much Big 12 stuff work in the Big Ten before. Um, uh, <clears throat> but uh, and I hope his offensive line can protect whatever quarterback. But uh, uh, you know, it's just it's sure. going to be a lot more pressure on coaches. Yeah. Than there already is. Yes. Because if you don't make it every couple of seasons, I mean, what are you doing? Well, all right. Thanks for call, Chris. Yes, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. 
and and by the way, I did make a mistake. The the playoff does start in twenty twenty four. I'm sorry. Twenty twenty four. Yes. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. But now that's interesting. That's interesting. What Chris said. As far as the blue bloods go, it does ratchet up the pressure on, especially with the twelve teams on the particularly the strong programs, the the, the traditionally strong programs. If you don't make the playoff, what what you know, especially the twelve team playoff. There should be pressure on you. Now, I don't know how that applies in Nebraska right now because Nebraska has been down so long. But I hate to say it, but we have to talk about it. The bowl games are becoming have become extraneous with the four-team playoff. Extraneous. Just something that's probably not even, God, I'm saying this, needed. I It, it, it sucks to say it. What did you just say? The, I don't Repeat even know if that. they're needed. I mean, bowl games? Well, when you go to 12 teams, I mean – they're not going to get rid of bowl games, but you're right. It's going to feel even yeah. less important. And, and, and see, that affects us profoundly at, in Nebraska because we don't see Nebraska as a – right now, it's hard to imagine Nebraska as a consistent 12-team playoff member or 12-team playoff qualifier. We don't really – that's hard to imagine right now, right? It is until you see some so sort of what, So here. the goal for Nebraska will be make a bowl game that nobody cares about. It's sort of sad, right? It's just real talk, though. That's just real talk. I'm not going to paint it any other way. We're, we're clamoring to get to bowl games that nobody really – not that many people care about. We'll care about it. The opposing team's fan base will care about it. But the world's not really watching anymore. It's not that fun anymore. It's not as fun no. as it used to well, be. No, when not. you played Georgia in the Citrus Bowl, when when Nebraska beat Georgia in the Citrus Bowl, when they beat the big running back Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley, and and you know you you felt a measure of pride because you thought, okay, well, the, a lot of the world may maybe watch this for a little bit because it's Georgia and it's Nebraska. <laughs> now, yeah, there'll be some of that, but very little, very little. I mean, you were vaguely aware that Illinois was playing in a bowl I, game. You kind of forgot they were, yeah. and they lost against North, nine. against NC State, Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, Mississippi State, Maryland played NC State. Yeah, I mean, you could, you would like to say in your former self that, oh, Maryland got a bowl win, but now it's like, did Maryland play in a bowl? Yeah, they won. Oh, wow. all that is is just a ledger on the win column for the Big Ten. Yeah. Other other than that, did anybody watch the Duke's Mayo Bowl, which they were playing in? No. You said, come on, win for the conference. I'm not and saying, and, and we're not saying, I don't think you're saying that the level of intrigue is gone. It's just greatly diminished. Yeah. My, it's not gone. We just go back to the main point is that we talk about Penn State wins 11 games. They win the, and Rose, the Rose, Bowl. Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. And it's just like, okay, let's go watch Monday Night Football now. The game's over. Hurry up. Let's finish. Hurry up and finish. And great season. We've moved you, on. You sort of met, you, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. You, sort, you expressed surprise at the least. And almost sort of mocked me when I told you I watched the Sugar Bowl. It's the Sugar Bowl. I watched it in its entirety. Wasn't that the playoff game? What was the Sugar Bowl? Who played the Sugar Bowl? Alabama, Kansas oh, State. Oh, sorry. That's right. Yeah. Was that a playoff game? Well, I, I was thinking that. Turn in your sports radio oh, card. I was just trying to remember which ones were the, <laughs> where the games are all played. I forget where all the bowl games are played. That was a slip-up. It was a slip-up. I was just trying to know who's playing TCU and Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State. Right. I just forget which bowl games are which. I know hey, they're Peach. playoff games. Thank Fiesta you. Fiesta and Peach. I know who was playing. I don't know exactly where Fiesta. what game it was because it's just playoff semifinals. Fiesta Bowl was Michigan, TCU, Peach 
Thank you for the reminder yeah. there. I appreciate that. Because yeah. to me, it was just semifinal one and semifinal two. Let's get to the, to the championship. Georgia basically had a home game in Atlanta. And they almost lost. Yeah. Almost lost. Do we have another call? We have another phone call. If you can hear us, you're on early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. This is a call from Napa, California. <laughs> Vince, it's Vince, Vince in Napa. Vince, is this back-to-back days? Uh, I, be- I believe so if we're scoring at home. Yes, we're scoring. What's on your mind, my friend? Let's see. Let's see. Well, well, before I get into the discussion, now, it, well, obviously, as you know, I have a personal reason for rooting for Georgia. Um, and, 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 here's, and here's something I t- I've, I've thought about somewhere in the recesses of my mind as it relates to Napa, California's Brock Bowers. Now, uh, Sip, you remember that? <clears throat> you remember that old? Uh, you remember that '80s song from Joan Jett? I love rock and roll. Of course, I now, remember that song. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, I'm only going to do like I'm only going to do like a couple of lines before I get on to the okay. conversation. Oh, my. Here's okay. something I thought about. Okay. As it pertains to Brock Bowers, how about this, Sip? Okay. okay. I love rock and roll. <laughs> Throw another pass to the tight end, baby. I love rock and Throw another pass to the tight end, baby. I love it. You're a genius. Oh, there it is, baby. You are a lyrical genius. That is beautiful. You got to go to the recesses of your mind more often. Well, sometimes, sometimes, though, you sometimes in the recesses of my mind, it's how far down the barrel can you go? No, that's, that's a dangerous road. You don't that's have to share everything. Barrel. Yeah, you don't have to share everything. Just share when, no. when something like that goes into it. Oh, boy. Okay, as we, as we get this vehicle back on the road here, um, as, far, as, far as, uh, as far as how it pertains to the, re- you know, the regular conversation, you know, the regular conversation at hand, and I couldn't agree more. I think the playoff world has, I think the playoff world has definitely diminished interest in the traditional bowl games. And I think, um, and I, and I, I mean, maybe not as much to you know people of our generation, but uh, I think to the younger crowd, it's definitely going to continue to do that. The more that, um, you know, and I think even as the playoffs expand, you know, but. Um, but but as far as you know, being interested in bowl games that you know very few people care about. I mean, yes, that's exactly where we're at. But I think part of that is because we're so beaten down as a fan base. We're just we're just so starved for anything. You know what, Sip? It's Jake. It's mm-hmm. kind of like this. Okay, mm-hmm. when you've been out in the desert for so long, mm-hmm. at some point you're going to eat the sand. <laughs> you know? and, uh, desperate, and, desperate times. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, it, it is. It, it, it well. It is very much so. You know, and um, because like now, my former self would have you know watched bowl games religiously. And yeah. Now I'm not. Mis- now I'm not a cheer for the conference guy. But you know, but I would have done it. I would have watched the other games just kind of out of curiosity. But um, you know, <clears throat> but again, that's definitely where we continue to be at as a fan base, and. Um, as far as you know, whether whether it generates buzz. Now, let's say, now let's say hypothetically, Nebraska not just gets back to a bowl game, but let's say it gets back to a bowl game of significance, whether it's the Sugar or whether it's the Rose or whatever. And let's say we go ten and two. Now, if it comes out, of, I mean, I think it'll generate some interest initially because some old heads will be like, "Oh, Nebraska was great at one time. They've been down for a while. Now they're back." But if it happens for consecutive years down the line without a playoff appearance, 
then that's where it's going to really get lost in the shuffle. Like, okay, fine, they're 10-2, and two, but, uh, you know, it doesn't mean what it once did. But you know what, though, fellas? What? Yeah, what? I, at this point, I don't care how many people don't care or don't care when we get back to winning, whether that means bowl eligibility or, you know, playoff. Uh, or one of the New Year's six without a playoff. You know what? I don't care. I really don't care because you want to know something? I want a team that takes the field for 13 games a year, 14, however many it is. I want a team to take the field, and they look across the line of scrimmage, and they say, if we can't get along, we might as get it out. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. 13, maybe 14 games a year. I love Brock and Roll. Throw another pass to the TD, baby. <laughs> tight end. You say, you say tight end? Tight end. Brock Bowers is a tight end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Brock and Roll. Throw another pass to the tight end, baby. Brock Bowers is the, Brock Bowers is a very talented. Maybe tight end. the uh, Niners should you know use a song for Brock Purdy. Same one, the different second part. You know, I love Brock and Roll. Yeah. Throw another touchdown pass. I, I, how would you do that? How would be the second part? You I don't need know. to come up with something quickly. I don't have it. Throw. I'm not going to. Just saying, the Niners should do that. Yeah. Fan base should, you know, if, if they're going to use it for Brock idea. Bowers and use it for Brock Purdy, too. Yeah. I love Brock and Roll. <laughs> Coming from the deep recesses of Vince's mind in Napa. Scary place to be. Not always. Today sometimes it produces. Scary. Sometimes it produces genius. Yes. You don't have to share everything. I, I would not want to know everything in the deep recesses of your oh, mind. Please, no, you I know, know way. <laughs> Stay away from that part. <laughs> I know way too much already. <laughs> Not safe for work. <laughs> NSFW. <laughs> when we come back, uh, I want to address an email. NSFW, we got. is that a thing? Yeah, and, uh, that's, if you ever see that on Twitter, uh-huh. NSFW, not safe for work. <laughs> Much of your existence is NSFW. <laughs> I'm going to address an email from an early break listener next, an early break on the ticket.